1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod, or text WonderyPod to 500, 500
2: Tonight, history is made. Joe Biden becomes the 46th President of the United States, and Kamala Harris becomes the highest-ranking woman in our nation's history. A new day in American politics.
3: So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank president. You.
2: So help me God with a peaceful transfer of power.
4: Can you see, can you see?
2: No crowds and unprecedented security, as the new president declares democracy has prevailed.
3: With unity, we can do
2: great things, important things. Without unity, there is no peace. Tonight the president gets down to business. Working to unravel the last four years, signing 17 executive actions, including a mask mandate, exactly one year since the first case of coronavirus came to our shores. The trailblazing Kamala Harris story tonight, how she's inspiring young girls and boys across America. This land was made for U.S. The sights and sounds of a time-honored tradition. A nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. The best of America on display.
1: This is a special edition of the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. The presidential inauguration. Reporting tonight from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us. Tonight, the United States has a new president. Declaring that democracy has prevailed, Joseph R. Biden Jr. took the oath of office today as the nation's 46th commander in chief, promising to help unite a country deeply divided and suffering from a deadly pandemic. Then in the shadow of the U.S. Capitol and overshadowed by the toll of the coronavirus, the 78-year-old called on all President Americans to help write the next great chapter in the history of the United States. And while today's scaled back and highly secured ceremony lacked, some of the grandeur of past inaugurations, it was no less groundbreaking. Tonight, Vice President Kamala Harris becomes the highest-ranking woman in the history of American government, as well as the first black American and first Asian American to hold that office. After today's swearing in, the new president walked home with his family. And tonight, in a newly redecorated Oval Office, he's already getting down to business, signing a series of sweeping executive actions that roll back his predecessor's policies and recommit America to being part of the global community community. It has been a day of history that is still unfolding as we come on the air, and our team is standing by to cover it all. CBS's chief White House correspondent, Nancy Cordes, is going to lead off our coverage tonight from her new post near the White House. Good evening, Nancy.
4: Good evening, Nora. Well, after decades of working at and visiting the White House, tonight, Joseph R. Biden can call it home. Today, he made an appeal to those who backed him and those who didn't, urging them to hear him out, to take the measure of them, asking them to give him a chance to be a president for all Americans.
3: We can see each other, not as adversaries, but as
4: neighbors. President Joe Biden struck one simple theme in his 21-minute inaugural address, unity.
3: My whole soul is in this, bringing America together uniting our people, uniting our nation. And I ask every American to join me in this cause with unity. We can do great things, important things. We can right wrongs. We can put people to work in good jobs. We can teach our
4: children in safe schools. He spoke from the spot that was recently overrun by pro-Trump rioters was candid about the divisions confronting him as he takes office.
3: We must end this uncivil war, that pits red against blue, rural versus urban, conservative versus liberal. And I promise you, I will fight as hard for those who did not support me as for those
4: who did. That message about mending fences was woven throughout the day.
1: Amazing
4: grace. In the morning, President Biden invited leaders from both parties to attend mass with him. In the afternoon, he laid a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier with three of his predecessors, Presidents Clinton, Bush and Obama. President Trump's absence went unmentioned, but his vice president, Mike Pence, looked on as Mr. Biden sought to turn the page on the past four years. And we must
3: reject the culture in which facts themselves are manipulated and even manufactured. Politics doesn't have to be a raging fire,
4: destroying everything in its path. Inaugurals normally draw hundreds of thousands to the National Mall. Today, it was filled not with people, but with flags. The The intimate set up a concession to the COVID pandemic that has already claimed 400,000 American lives.
3: Protect and defend.
4: Mr. Biden was sworn in on a 130 year old family Bible. So
3: help me God. He
4: and his vice president, Kamala Harris, were greeted at the Capitol by Capitol police officer Eugene Goodman, who held a violent mob at bay two weeks ago, long enough for senators to be whisked to safety. So help me God. So help me God. The ceremony embraced the nation's legacy as a melting pot one day after the outgoing secretary of state insisted multiculturalism is not who America is.
5: But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated.
4: Afterwards, the nation's first female vice president shared a friendly word with her predecessor, their first real conversation since the election as control of the so-called football. nuclear football changed hands from the 45th president to the 46th. As part of a scaled-down inaugural parade, President Biden and the First Lady walked part of the route, Pennsylvania Avenue lined mostly with police. Mr. Biden is taking office more than 30 years after his first White House bid in 1987. At 78, he is the oldest president ever inaugurated, and arguably the most experienced, with 36 years as Delaware senator and eight years
3: as VP. The world is watching, watching all of us today. So here's my message to those beyond our borders. America has been tested, and we've come out stronger for it. May God bless America, and may God protect our troops. Thank you, America.
4: There will be no inaugural balls tonight. Another change necessitated by COVID. Instead, viewers at home will be treated to a primetime virtual concert originating from the Lincoln Memorial, featuring performances by Bruce Springsteen, John Legend and Lin-Manuel Miranda.
2: Nora. Nancy Cordes, thank you. For the new administration, this isn't just a day for celebration. It's a work day. And tonight, the president has jumped right into pushing his agenda, though it may put his calls for unity to the test. Here's CBS's senior White House and political correspondent, Ed O'Keefe.
6: President Biden and the First Lady arrived at the White House this afternoon, trailed by family members and flanked by Secret Service. Inside, freshly hung pictures of the new occupants already on the walls. And a letter waiting for Mr. Biden from President Trump.
3: Because it was private, I will uh, not talk about it until I talk to him, but uh, it was generous.
6: Mr. Biden wasted no time getting to work in the Oval Office, signing executive orders ending construction launched by President Trump on the southern border wall, scrapping his so-called Muslim travel ban, and rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement.
3: There's no time to start like today's.
6: He also ordered a nationwide masking policy on federal property and extended a pause on evictions, foreclosures, and student loan payments. A raging virus,
3: growing inequity, the sting of systemic racism, a climate in crisis. Any one of these would be enough to challenge us in profound
6: ways. With the two new Democratic senators from Georgia sworn in this afternoon giving his party control, yes, President Biden will have a better shot at passing his $2 trillion economic rescue package and an immigration reform plan. Mr. Sure. Biden called on Republicans to join him. But
3: are we going to step up, all of us?
6: It's time for boldness. After his speech, 17 Republican House members announced they'd work with him, including 11 who challenged his victory on the House floor just two weeks ago. But some Senate Republicans have already called his immigration plan a non-starter, and a contentious impeachment trial likely won't help. Still, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is optimistic.
3: I'd like to work with the president where I can, and we'll see. We'll see what happens.
6: Here on Capitol Hill tonight, the Senate is voting to confirm Mr. Biden's first cabinet pick, Avril Haines, to serve as director of national intelligence. But otherwise, given the violence and the closely divided nature of the Senate, confirmation hearings have been delayed. And the new president will end day one with departments run mostly by acting secretaries. Nora.
2: Ed O'Keefe, thank you. It took Vice President Kamala Harris just a minute to recite her oath of office. But for women and girls, and especially women of color, it was a seismic moment that both changed the face and the fabric of American democracy. Here's CBS News congressional correspondent Nicole Killian. Hi,
4: Kamala Harris, I, Kamala Davy Harris, solemnly swear.
2: With her hand on the Bible that once belonged to her
7: hero, Justice Thurgood Marshall, Kamala Harris made history. So help me God. Oh, wow. Harris's moment was greeted with fist bumps, first by the 44th president, Barack Obama, and then by Michelle Obama, a special moment and a long way from her humble California beginnings. This neighborhood was full of kids. Carol Porter and Kamala Harris met as two pigtailed girls growing up in Berkeley. Kamala and Maya lived upstairs. Below Harris's childhood home, Mrs. Regina Shelton's daycare, where Carol, Kamala, and her sister Maya often spent many days after school. Shelton became a second mom. Her brown Bible was also used for her swearing in. It was called Shelton's Daycare Center, kind of emotional, Um, that, you know, really took care of all of the kids in the neighborhood. She was just a really, really warm, loving person. A lot of good memories there. Oh, yeah. Definitely, And memories here at Thousand Oaks Elementary, where they helped desegregate Berkeley Public Schools. She really had an opportunity to see what other people lived like that were different than her. With the echo of her alma mater, Howard University's band, leading the way during the inaugural parade, Vice President Harris walked graciously into her historic first. The day was met by an outpouring of celebration, her Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority sisters wearing pearls in her honor, to celebrations held in her family's ancestral Indian village. Harris, whose first name is linked to the Hindu goddess of fortune, marked the moment too, with a video dedicated to all of the women who paved the way.
2: I reflect on their
7: struggle, and I stand on their shoulders. The vice president's first official duty was to swear in three senators, including Alex Padilla, who fills the seat she held for four years. Asked how she feels about her new role, she told reporters, amazing. Nora?
2: Nicole Killian, thank you. Well, tonight, two more suspects have joined the list of more than 100 facing charges in that deadly Capitol Hill assault from two weeks ago. The FBI has arrested Joseph Biggs of Florida. It says he's with the right-wing group Proud Boys and carried a walkie-talkie during the assault. He's also accused of instructing followers on social media to dress in black. And Patrick Mulcahy of Connecticut is charged with pinning Officer Daniel Hodges with a police shield, an attack captured in that widely seen video. All right, tonight, the man impeached for inciting that insurrection, the nation's 45th president, is back at his resort in Florida. Mr. Trump skipped town this morning, becoming the first president to boycott his successor's inauguration since 1869. Here's CBS's Paula Reed.
8: Former President Trump departed the White House early Wednesday for the last time.
2: It
0: is my greatest honor
3: and privilege to have been your president
8: he gave his final speech as president to a small gathering of supporters and his family at Joint Base Andrews. The president wished his successors well, but still could not bring himself to say
3: their names. I wish the new administration great luck and great success. Have a good life. We will see you soon.
8: After he boarded Air Force One, CBS News has learned the televisions on the flight were tuned to the inauguration proceedings. In the last hours of his administration, he flip-flopped on one of his signature campaign promises. Drain the swap. And reversed his own executive order restricting former officials from lobbying immediately after leaving government. He also issued 144 pardons and commutations. Some of those benefiting political allies, like former chief strategist Steve Bannon, charged with defrauding donors of hundreds of thousands of dollars as part of a fundraising campaign allegedly aimed at supporting the former president's border wall. A senior administration official tells CBS News Mr. Trump's advisors warned him against the move. The biggest difference we've noticed here at the White House today between these administrations has been this. It is the new must-have accessory because it is proof of a COVID test, which you are now required to get before you enter the White House grounds. Just one of many signs that this administration will be taking COVID a lot more seriously.
2: Nora. Paula Reid, thank you. And because so much is changing, we want to bring in CBS News senior political analyst and 60 Minutes correspondent John Dickerson. So, John, these inaugural speeches, they really set the tone for a new administration. What tone do you think Biden was trying to set today?
5: Well, the word of the day was unity, but the tone was clearly that we are humans and not enemies. The insurrection showed what happens when you treat opponents like enemies. So, Uh, President Biden focused on human qualities. He talked about heart. He talked about soul, common objects of love, he said, quoting St. Augustine. And he called on Americans in that spirit to think and listen and hear and show respect for our opponents, for their opponents. But if he named what unites, he also named what divides, telling lies. And he said politics did not need to be a raging fire, destroying everything in its path. The message seemed to be, unless we unify and stop telling lies, it will.
2: Okay, that's the tone. Now he's got a lot of work to do. You've written a book that it's the hardest job in the world. How does he go about tackling all these problems?
5: Well, it's unexciting stuff. You saw in his executive orders, it was kind of a sedate affair compared to President Trump's. The other thing, build a team. He's already done that. He's got twice as many officials working for him as Obama did at this time presidency is not a one-man job. It's an organization. The other thing is stay focused. Well, reality is going to do that for him. He's got to get the vaccines in the arm and fix the economy. But when you're staying focused, another key thing is not let the urgent crowd out the important. For him, social, uh, racial equality is important. He's got to keep that in mind and not let the day-to-day fires keep his uh, mind off of that.
2: Incredible focus on those really tough items that he's facing. John Dickerson, thank you so much. Exactly one year ago, the first coronavirus patient in the U.S. was identified, a man in Washington state who had traveled to Wuhan, China. Since then, more than 24 million Americans have been infected and more than 405,000 have died. That's more than the U.S. death toll from World War II. Well, today, New York City had to reschedule more than 22,000 appointments for COVID shots because supplies are low. But there is some encouraging news today. A preliminary study shows the Pfizer vaccine appears to be effective against that highly contagious UK strain of COVID. You know, to be honest, we weren't sure what to expect today. We've never had an inauguration with soldiers vastly outnumbering spectators. But the peaceful transfer of power was achieved with some extraordinary moments.
4: I'm Harris, the
3: song we swear. So we So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You.
2: This land was made for you and me. There was always light, if
8: only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough
5: to be it.
1: Amazing
3: grace. My whole soul is in this, bringing America together, uniting our people. And together we shall write an American story of hope, not fear, of unity, not division, of light, not darkness. Thank
2: you, America. proof we are one nation indivisible and don't miss our special tonight one nation indivisible that's at 8 7 central then celebrating america hosted by tom hanks and if you can't watch the cbs evening news live set your dvr so that you can watch us later i'm nora o'donnell good night
0: if you like the cbs evening news you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus in the wondery app